Greetings from Elder Michelle. It's been a few days since we've talked and I hope you're doing well. I hope that you walk with the Lord and continue to let your life be a blessing. I know that this is Holy Week and having said that, I want to share with you from the scriptures starting with uh, St. John chapter 14 as we continue to consider the goodness of the Lord and allow him to bless our souls for his goodness in our lives. For God is good and his mercy endureth forever. So I'm going to read to you from chapter 14 of the Gospel of St. John and the King James Version of the Bible. And I'd like you to just let the word of God resonate in your hearing that it might be a source of strength, mercy, and grace to you in this hour where there's so much uncertainty, so much trouble and woe, so much sadness, so much destruction and anxiety and fear. The Lord says that he has not given us the spirit of fear, but God has given us power. He has given us love and he has given us a sound mind. So having said that, let me read from St. John chapter 14. The disciples are comforted. Verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Verse 5. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Verse 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye shall know him, and have seen him. Verse 8. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. Verse 9, Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how saith thou then, Show us the Father? Believeth thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? And the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, 
the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. Verse 15, if ye love me, keep my commandments. I have read to you the chapter 14 of St. John from verses 1 through 15. And I would like to accentuate just a few verses. And we thank God for the hearing and the reading of his word and those who listen and attend to the word of God, for it is spirit and it is life. I just want to accentuate a few verses, which I'll start with the first one, and that's verse 15 of chapter 14, St. John 14, 15. If ye love me, keep my commandments. The love that you have for God is demonstrated by your commitment to him, your commitment to his word, your commitment to his will, your commitment to his way. If you're truly a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are going to be obedient to what God has commanded you to do. We know the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against his neighbor. Go on and read it for yourself. We know the commandments, but there are things that God commands us to do individually that's pertaining to our specific life and circumstances. And the Lord is expecting us to not only hear his word, but be quick to obey it. So St. John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. St. John 14 and 14, if ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. Many times when we pray, we end the prayer by saying in the name of Jesus, and that comes from St. John 14, 14. We want God to do what it is that we're asking him to do. He's not a puppet master. He's not uh, beckoning at our beck and call. We don't call him out of a genie bottle and wish a wish and then he performs it. It's not like that at all. All of that is witchcraft and I that is idolatry. But we serve the true and living God who sent his son into the world to redeem us from our sins. He shed his blood on the cross of Calvary and we celebrate the passion of Christ during the Holy Week, starting with Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday morning. And then for the duration of our lives, because those who truly know the power of the cross are celebrating every day and every hour. 
But St. John 14, 14 says, If ye ask anything in my name, I will do it. These are the words of the Lord Jesus Christ talking to his disciples. We have to understand the body of, of uh, scriptures and knowing that if you are a disciple of Christ and you walk with the Lord and you've um, been there as he's taught you and you've sat at his feet and learned of him, this promise is to you. If you are one who is truly walking in obedience to the will and the word of God, if you ask anything in his name, he's going to do it. I will, I will do it. Will is the will of God. There are things that God will not do because it's not his will. So even as we pray in his name, we want to surrender to his perfect will. I want the will of God to be done in my life. How about you? If you pray in his name and ask him to do it according to his perfect will, then allow him the opportunity and the time to perform his perfect will in your life and you will be totally satisfied when he does that. That's my word for you today. So, from St. John chapter 14, we're talking about the word of God and the promises of God that Jesus shared with his disciples. Verse 14, I'm sorry, verse 13 of chapter 14 says, Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son so Jesus is not going to do something that God himself is not glorified in if you're praying and asking God to do it. Remember that it's about God's will and God gets the glory out of our lives. In answering prayers that we pray, God is getting the glory. Remember that he's getting the glory out of the test, out of the trial He's getting the glory even this week that we celebrate the passion of Christ, what he went through before he got to the cross. God got the glory out of it and he's still getting the glory out of it. So as we put things in perspective during this holy week and understand the promises of God and what God wants to do in the life of every believer everywhere, remember it's all about the glory. Hallelujah. It's all about the glory. To God be the glory for the things that he has done. So as you pray and as you remember the sufferings of Jesus, God gets the glory. As you live your life as a Christian, as a believer, as one who prays for this and that and the other, remember God gets the glory, not a man, not a woman, but God. So as you pray, surrender your will to God's will. And I promise you, he will get the glory. Even as Jesus prayed in the garden of Gethsemane, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but he had to surrender his will and God got the glory. 
Amen. Well, that's all for now. That's from St. John chapter 14, verses 1 through 15. God's will be done in our lives. Let your heart not be troubled. God is our comforter, and he will comfort you in this hour, even as he sent his angels to minister to his son as he went through that garden of Gethsemane experience. He will send his angels to comfort you as well. This is Michelle saying goodbye for now. Good to hear from you. If you haven't written to me or left me a message, why don't you do so at the end of this episode? If you haven't subscribed, why don't you do that as well? And you'll be able to get every new episode that I release in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Okay, bye for now. I'll talk to you real soon. Amen and amen.